0: yo what's up podcast world you know what i I am starting to realize why people listen to this and work out at the same time because really this i feel like you know how when you get a pump after you're done working out i feel like i just got a pump just listening to that music oh i <laughs> like do my i'm like ready to go
1: i want to i don't know Lift, lift some weight yeah i mean i want to go back to the firing range i seriously i get pumped up when i hear that 100 wait a minute wait a minute
0: we have all of these listeners here and they might not know who you are wait they may not know or they might not let me introduce let me introduce you okay jacob give me a drum roll please a drum roll mr ron smith welcome to the podcast wow welcome thank you so much all right and little drummer boy jacob miller little drummer boy hey hey hey. and me jordan margaspata but today we have a little bit of a surprise yeah yeah well well today we had a plan all right and the plan was to have four people on the
1: podcast yes this is
0: good and unfortunately our plans got thrown off Throttled and destroyed by Rodney Kilborn today. <laughs> <laughs> throttled and destroyed. <laughs> Rodney absolutely ruined our plans, and I'm looking at the empty seat, almost crying because I can't look at him today.
1: Wait, no, okay. Let me fill in the rest of it. You're not looking at the empty seat, so Rodney, in oh. your honor, he's sitting in your seat I and he's am. using your mic. Wow, I
0: am. Yes, and it's it really like I'm kind of. I don't know how to feel about it. You know what? Like here, this, this, in honor of Rodney, <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> right? Oh, how funny! Only the real ones know about that one. Yeah. Oh my gosh! But really, our plans were just thrown off today by Rodney, and so I mean, in in uh, in light of that, I think that's what we're going to be talking about, right? Yes.
1: Hopefully, you guys have learned, <laughs> Jordan. He, um, if you, if we're playing softball right he's going to call he's going to throw what they call the meatball yeah like he's <laughs> a meatball yeah you're going to throw like the easy pitch you're gonna throw that easy pitch that just sets sets the batter up to just knock it out of the park. Oh. Like that's what you do. Like every time you come in, like you intro like that. Like you, man, Rodney just throttled up, threw down, destroyed. Like you know, and and that's the you know like you're, that's what we're talking about today. Not Rodney, but we're talking about surprise, surprise, how to respond when we, plans
0: are interrupted. It is a coincidence that we are talking about
1: Rodney right now. Yes, it is. Yes. Oh, how funny is that? so yeah, we are talking about this. Surprise, surprise, how to respond when plans are interrupted. If you're listening to this when it is released, we find ourselves between the holidays. Um, so obviously, we just celebrated um, Christmas, and we're on our way to New Year's. And we are praying that, you know, it's a good time with your family. We're praying that you guys are hanging out. Uh, maybe like Jordan said, maybe you're still on a workout plan. And now, you know, you, you got to work out. And so, like you just had a lot of turkey, and things are great, and you're gonna, you know, head for it. Like I get it, right? So, but here, here's the plan behind this: What happens when the enemy launches an attack? Um, in this case, in the middle of a holiday, mm. like you know, the trees up, the turkeys, the turkeys made, a family's in town, and I don't know, just something just doesn't go right. I yeah. don't know. You overcook the turkey. You over okay, or your family. Wait. You, yeah. Okay.
0: <laughs> not, not really. <laughs> yeah.
1: But no. Yeah. Like you overcooked the turkey, or I don't. Yeah, yeah. I, know, I know, you know exactly. Somebody's in a in a foul mood. Like, like some, me
0: today, yesterday.
1: Yeah. What? Oh, I
0: have to announce this. You do. I oh. have to confess. Okay. I got a bad grade in my final exam.
1: Yeah. Surprise! Surprise!
0: <laughs>
1: surprise! Surprise! <laughs> oh no! That no. You you're right. You didn't like that. No. That sucked. Yeah, you were like, man, if I if I make this, if I do this, I'll be here, I'll be there. And yeah. you're like, Dad gone it. How why did I make that? No, here? but things happen, bro. Yeah. Okay, yeah. that's it. Right. So so how how do you respond? And so originally messing around, um, I I called this the Tet Offensive, T E T. And only if you grew up in sort of the Vietnam era would you understand that yeah, terminology. I, was about to say, I don't know what that means. Yeah, so there was a there was a ceasefire during a holiday. And uh, North Vietnam decided to attack during the holiday when mm. they knew their enemy was celebrating arms down. You know, if you you know what I mean, and they yeah. did. Well, okay, it, this is like modern day today. It's when um, the Jewish nation has a holiday, and and one of their enemies, Hamas, attacks at the end of yep. the holiday when they're not ready. Same thing. So this is how the enemy works. Yeah. I mean, you literally still see this played out in the news um, and in life with family, friends. Uh, What happens? I mean, you know, unfortunately, uh, this time of year, every once in a while, I do receive texts that go like this, Uh, pray for me, Pastor Ron, Uh, my company's closing down, like I don't have a job come first of the year, or, you know, plans didn't work out with this deal or in this area. Like, I get a lot of those, pray for, Mm -hmm. dot, 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 this just happened. Yeah. Yeah. So again, how do you respond when uh, plans are interrupted? All right, so when I was writing this, um, I think I'm going to turn this into like a future message. I have no idea. But man, there's just some good stuff in the Bible that's going to help us. Listen to listen to this right here. Uh, it says, remember what the Amalekites did to you along the way when you came out of Egypt. This is Deuteronomy 25, by the way. Um, it says this, when you were weary and worn out, They met you on your journey and attacked all who were lagging behind. Wow. Okay, so the enemy, the Bible just revealed what the enemy's strategy is. When you were weary and worn out, Hmm. they met you on your journey And attacked all who were lagging behind. There's so much there I want to break down, right? I mean, think about that. First of all, it tells us when you were weary and worn out. I mean, holidays are great. Life is great. And don't want to just focus on just the holidays, but it is coming out during this time. Holidays are great, but do they not wear you out sometimes? Yes. There's lots of parties, events, bro, family. Buying presents. This is, well. Oh, yeah. That's my, uh, go ahead. Recording
0: right now, um, I have not bought any presents. (laughs) When this comes out, I don't know. Maybe I will have. Hopefully. Hopefully people, <laughs> aren't but, people you know, are not getting presents. People are getting presents. I like, feel the
1: same way. Like Rain and I just had the conversation and I was like, man, I hope I have time like to finish the list. Yeah. yeah. And oh, I get that. So, yeah. And have you ever gone on vacation and feel like you need a vacation after the vacation? Mm.
0: Yes. You're like,
1: oh my oh my my, it was so good to get away, but man, now I got to do... Okay, that's what we're talking about. But listen to what the Bible says. When you're weary and worn out, mm. the devil knows when you're tired. They met you on your journey. Like, stop right there. This is not even in the notes, but stop right there. We often think the devil doesn't attack us when we're on. He, we think he attacks us when we're out of God's will. It says when they're on their journey. Yeah. Mm. They were doing what they were supposed to do. They were going where they were needed to go. Exactly. But they were they were worn out. But watch this. They attacked all who were lagging behind. Mm. Like a lion. Yep. Yeah. The devil comes up from behind, and he attacks us when we are weak. Now, we know that. The Bible says this in John 10.10. 10. The thief comes to – listen to three words. You know them, but let's listen to them. He comes to steal. He comes to kill, and he comes to destroy. Hmm. All right. So I want to talk about Job and Jonah just really quick. Can we do that? Yeah. I want to talk about Job um, and, and Jonah. Let's do it. And so how how do you and I prepare? We know the enemy's going to attack during the holiday. We know you're going to have – I don't know – some frustrating moments. Um, the job's not going to meet. You're not going to meet all the deadlines and the demands. A family's going to come into town. Going to be good. Good times. Going to be some not so good times. Right. You're going to come out of the holidays feeling like you. You know. You, you need some rest. How do you respond when the enemy attacks? All right. Somebody said this. If all we had was rainbows and butterflies, we would have no need for faith. Yeah. Isn't that true? It's true. Now. We want rainbows and butterflies, and thank God, God does give us rainbows and butterflies. But if that's all we had, then we would never had a need to depend. Mm-hmm. So, in other words, we need to be aware that the enemy's going to f- find us on the journey when we're worn out, and he's going to s- sort of attack us, if you will, when we're not ready for that. Yeah. So let me ta- look, we, here's when 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 attacks happen. If you can remember this. Um in your head, let this be the first thing you think about when you feel attacked let me give let me just give you some times when when attacks happen. number one, after a great spiritual victory mm. now what do I mean by a great spiritual victory? you've had a great devotional you wake up and you're just like God, you're just doing amazing work. I don't know you jump in your car truck van bike, motorcycle, whatever and you put on a playlist and like there's a great song and you're worshiping to it like the day starts out awesome. You
0: start you start actually being like, "God, I'm going to give you this day." Yeah. And then yeah. that's the day.
1: <laughs> come on. Yeah. That's the day it all falls apart. Yeah, yeah, right right yeah. because it's after a great spiritual victory. And and I get that. One because it's not that our guard is down, but we're sort of celebrating at that moment mm-hmm. where well, the devil he wants to come in and just rob you of of that joy. Yeah. So whenever you feel the closest to God, how do I say this? Like don't don't Ruin that moment yourself um, by looking for the devil behind every door, but just be aware that he does want to step in after a great spiritual victory. Yeah. A spiritual victory
0: is not like a time to say that you can let down your guard.
1: Yes. Right. You still
0: have to be on guard the same way that you would be if if you weren't in a high. Exactly right. right. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Like like when kids go to camp— yeah. they often let down their guard when they
1: come home, and then they fall back into. That's you know. a great way to say it, and and we are we all of us were not in middle school or high school, but that camp high philosophy mm-hmm. finds us finds all of us. everywhere. Here, here's another word, and this is obvious. Maybe when you take a new step of faith, yeah, you know the devil wants to do that. How many times through the years have I encouraged people to start tithing or to give or to go on a missions trip? Or step out here, and they do, and as soon as they do, like the next day, it's a challenging day for them. Hmm. It's not necessarily a bad day or a negative day or, you know, a steal, kill, destroy completely type of day. But there's discouragement that steps in. Yeah. And you're like, man, I took a new step of faith, and I thought God would honor that. He did honor that. Well, why do I feel numb? Why do I not? Well, what's going on with this and that? You know, during a time of truce, if you will, uh, what do I mean by that? There are times when there's just neutral times in our life. Mm. You're neither on the mountain and you're neither in the valley. Mm -hmm. You ever thought about that? Mm -hmm. Like when you're on the mountain, at some point you have to come back down. We can't live on top of the mountain. Yeah. And when you're in the valley, we're not made to live in the valley. So God's sort of growing us and we're going up the mountain. Well, it's that middle part. It's when you're coming down and you're going up that is, quote, unquote, um, a truce. I remember years ago, Rain and I and the family, we were vacationing in North Carolina, and we were climbing up this hill to get to this high point. And we started out, and we're like, this isn't that bad. Like, why is everybody down below, you know, telling us, like, good luck? You know, they're like... Everyone walking
0: down the mountain is like, hey, you got this, guys. Exactly. (laughs) They'll pass you, and they'll be like, the view's worth it, I promise. Come on.
1: (laughs) Were you there? Like...
0: (laughs) That's literally what they were saying. That's and they're crazy. all panting on their way down. Yeah. And we were going, I was <laughs> like, going. What's going on right now? Like, not bad.
1: Exa- <laughs> exactly. That's not that bad. Yeah. And then we reached this point mm. where we're like, oh, my gosh. This is bad. Now, I can remember this was also one of the times when, you know, Rihanna wasn't able to walk, but she, wa- she was trying. So I would end up carrying her mm. at some point on my back. And then, you know, Raina and I have come a long way in our health journey, and she's in much better shape. And I, I I think she's in much better shape than I am. And, like, she works out for 45 minutes, goes on these runs for – four. I work yeah. out for, like, 20 and think I'm something. She does double that. <laughs> but anyway, um, but there was a point where I would carry her as well. And so, oh. I, you know, just for a few minutes, you know, yeah. like on her on, on my back. My point in all that is, like, about halfway up, then you're like, whoa, wait. Yeah, yeah. So you thought you were like, "What is everybody talking about?" this isn't that bad, like I, it's new step of faith, big deal. Mm. But then all of a sudden, in the, you're not on the mm-hmm. top, you're not in the bottom, but you get hammered. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then what do you start asking? Do I want to stop here? Do I do I keep going? Do I keep going? And like you also might question like God, is this what you actually wanted me to do? Yes. Oh yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So I mean, common. that's what we ask so many times. Like you know, I can remember climbing in the mountains, and we're like. Okay, I think this view's good enough, right? There. You know, everybody <laughs> kind of like, agrees. Yeah, this view was worth it. Let's yeah. go. <laughs> yeah, this one, the view <laughs> halfway up was yeah. good. You know, maybe next year we'll come back and we'll make it all the way to the top or whatever. My my point is this: there there comes that time when when you're in the middle part where it's it's neither high nor low, but it's it's neutral. Be ready for that when you're physically exhausted. Like he literally mentions that in the text. Yeah. Like one of the reasons why you and I have to rest, rest has so many benefits we know for health for um you know establishing mental health, physical health, we get that. But it's also for spiritual health, for sure. Like you really do need to sleep. When you when you are so tired, you're not thinking correctly. Yeah.
0: It is it is so undermined how connected mental and spiritual health are. Yes. Like if you are physically and and mentally exhausted, you won't have really
1: the energy to pour into your spiritual life. Right. Yeah. Yeah. hundred yeah. percent. Yeah. Here's another one for, for guys, especially. Um, these, these attacks happen when you're alone. Mm. Yeah. Now, I, maybe there are. Maybe I'm being stereotypical, but obviously front side is aimed at, geared towards men, godly biblical men, okay? Most men um, do life alone mm. more mm-hmm. than females. Yeah. yeah. Now, doesn't mean like there are all of my girls have an introverted side to them, like all of us, where we we've been around people and things and events where we just need some downtime, Definitely. quote unquote. But I um I, I spend a lot of my time alone, which I pretty much have to, in studying, and and guys do as well. You're alone in the truck when you're alone in the drive home. You you're even alone at home. Like you mm-hmm. come home and you're like. Woo, rough day I just need to go somewhere yeah yeah you gotta be aware that the devil attacks when you're alone oh here's another one you gotta you gotta know this you're attacked and you're surprised by it when it comes from an unexpected source mm, wow a friend mm. a spouse yeah wow David writes in the Psalms, he says, of all the people that I didn't expect to come from, it came from you. And he says, my brother, like, you know, my closest friend. And there's something about when somebody really, really close to you hurts you Mm. that you're like, of all the people, yeah, like I would have expected it from that dude, or I'd expected it from this situation, but wow, Mm. you know? It just changes how you
0: view, like how you have relationships, how you how yeah. do, you know all that stuff. To just, well, it's
1: a different hurt. Exactly. You. I mean trust is trust, but trust with somebody that is really close to you or or hurt from somebody that's really close to you. It, it if you're not careful, it can make you feel more alone. Mm-hmm. And it can open yourself up to more difficulties. So guys, let me just tell you this right now. Try not to live so much of your life alone. That is something that I have to work on by nature. I have to lock myself away and just spend so much time hearing from God that I know that when I come out, that what I'm saying is from him and not from me. Mm. So I'm a little different in that. But maybe your job is you're behind a desk, like you're working through plans. Um, You're looking at construction plans. Maybe you're looking at numbers and, and finances. You know, whatever your job is, it sort of has you alone for just a moment. You can even be alone in your head if you're in the middle of like a team effort. Yeah, make sure you're protecting your heart and your head and your 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 being, if you will, if you find yourself alone, because the devil wants to whisper conversations to you in that moment. Now listen. If you're not careful, you will become more familiar with that voice of negativity than you will his voice wow. of truth, yeah. and that's so much easier to listen to as well. Oh, it's very easy to listen to,
0: and it's that's why so many people are like in this kind of like victim mindset. Come on, is because it's like you're gonna be able to be a victim anytime. Like yes. everybody can be a, be a victim. Yes, like the richest person in the world could be a victim of something. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, but not everybody can be victorious. In, in their Christian walk.
1: Right. No, absolutely. Absolutely. And so, you know, I, I think about this obviously a lot in terms of men because I spend a lot of time studying, you know, front sight. And so I just know that right now, I just know there are a lot of men that you, you're you feeling like this right now. Mm. Um, maybe you feel like, maybe these are your words. Well, God, I've tried to get closer to you. Like I look at my wife, and yes, she struggles Yes, she works on some things, but I think she's closer to you than I am. Mm-hmm. Maybe you're thinking, you know, I've I've tried worship, I've tried devotions, I've tried reading the Bible, and I just, I'm, I'm just not getting anything from it. Well, then discouragement sets in. And so surprise, surprise is not often like this surprise attack, if yeah. you know what I mean, like boo from behind it. And then you're like, oh gosh, you surprised me. Sometimes a surprise is extremely subtle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, You know, like in in the pools, uh, when I was a kid growing up, and some pools have this, some don't, but ours did, and it it started out the graduation of where you started out in three feet, and you walked all the way down to, I think our pool was either nine or 10 foot. It was like a 20 by 40 pool growing up as a kid. And well, I mean, most pools have that, if you will, but some that are kidney-shaped don't. Anyway, whatever. (laughs) You know what I mean? Yeah. And so as a kid, we we used to start at the shallow end. And then you would see who could like hold their breath, like let out all their mm-hmm. air and stay on the bottom without weights. Yeah. And walk all the way down from the slope from the three foot to the four, oh, six, wow. nine, ten. And oh, and wow. you know, sometimes you couldn't make it, you know, yeah. the ears were popping, um, and so forth. So the surprise, like you I felt myself running out of air. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like I knew like I'm not gonna be able to make it to seven foot or eight foot. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's like that sometimes it's again it's not like a boo behind the door sometimes it's a very slow conversation I'm not enough mm. she doesn't matter I don't matter to her she's not giving me encouragement this is a conversation a husband has in his head about his wife uh you say things like I've tried the Bible don't get a whole lot from it I've tried worship I mean it works every once in a while and then you look at your wife because trust me I hear this a lot I look at my wife, and she just seems to she seems to get so much more from the Bible or from worship than I am. And then you say things like, well, what's wrong with me? Or maybe it's just not mm-hmm. an important – maybe I'm different. Well, all of a sudden, that begins to set you aside. Mm-hmm. And it's not like the devil again comes boo behind the door, and you're like, I'm surprised. It's not that. All of a sudden, you wake up six months down the road, and you're like, wow, how'd I get here? Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're like, how did my thinking pattern – and then I'm just going to be so honest with this. Once guys reach that point where they're already in the deep end of holding their breath, mm-hmm. it's hard sometimes to get them back into the shallow end and breathe air. Wow. Yeah. I don't know why, but hardly any amount of reasoning – Seems to like pull them back. Does that make
0: sense? After you've based your reality on so many of these lies, come on, you're not going to be
1: able to walk back to the shallow end. Yeah, yeah, and you have to sort it out. My dad used to say something all the time. He was like, "This is so messed up. It's 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 uh it's going to be like straightening out a barrel of fish hooks." Mm. <laughs> I thought that was the most amazing statement I can. But I literally right now can picture like a jar of fish hooks. Mm-hmm. You can't just stick your hand down in it no. and pull them out. You got to do it, what? One at a time. Mm-hmm, and yeah. you got to be very careful how you pull out the fish hooks. Mm-hmm. yeah, One at a time. That, to your point, there's, uh, Jordan, there's so many times that we've had this conversation with ourselves, so many thoughts that are now embedded in us. Mm-hmm. I can't just come in and just say, you know, you got to get rid of that. No. Sometimes it's going to take one fish hook at a time. I got to pull one thought at a time. But you have to be committed to so pulling that, so I guess what I'm trying to say is, don't be surprised mm. when the surprise isn't necessarily a surprise. Yeah, exactly. The surprise could be slow. Yeah, the surprise could be very subtle, and you need to start checking like the way you think. Start checking your heart. Start checking your relationship with your wife. Um, your energy level. Um, your encouragement level. Are right, you interested? What are you interested in? What are you like?
0: If you like, you're, when you say energy level, it makes yeah. me think of like. What are the things that are making you, giving you energy? Like, what are the things that you are finding yourself like? Are you on a date with your wife and you're just, like, so, like, tired? Come Mm. on. Or do you find yourself more excited because you can do the simple things? Like, I see a lot where people are, like, feel safe doing, like, simple things like work. Yeah. If if their job is, like, more simple and they can just rely on the fact that their work is, they're not going to have to, like use too much, like, mental energy to do it, They, I see so many people that are just like, go to work and that's their safe place, and then they go home and they're, like, shut down. You you
1: nailed it. You absolutely nailed it.
0: So So you have to check that. If you're finding yourself more excited to do work than to be with your wife or your kids,
1: then you need to change what you're being excited about. Exactly right. Now, you said it as well, like, uh, you know, in what areas am I not... Well, not being excited, okay, equates to... Physi- being physically weak in an area. Mm-hmm. Like when I'm with my wife, I don't have the energy to be with my wife. Mm. Mm. And she can tell that. Now, the the average, uh, I don't know when to say the average. Uh, uh, can, how do I say this? Like a healthy wife. Okay, how do I say this? <laughs> I'm trying to figure out <laughs> how to say this. Yeah. There's been many times in, in our marriage where I am so consumed with quote unquote ministry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where I honestly did not have the energy when I came home. Raina has never, has never been the wife where I come home and she's like, Why Aren't you ever gonna pay attention to me? <laughs> I mean, she's just, she does not, she does not nag. Yeah. My wife does not nag mm-hmm. at all. Now she prays for me. Yeah. And she'll, she'll listen, she'll talk about like what she's learning, where she's growing. And she's not saying that indirectly at me. The Bible says in First Peter chapter three that without a word you would win your your husband to Christ. Now that's sort of talking about salvation there. But I can watch Raina's example and without her saying a word, I can be like, oh, mm. like I'm a little short in that area. Does that mm. make sense? Yeah. Now hang on. If you're a wife and you're listening, I'm just telling you right now. You can take this to the bank if this were money. If this were a lottery ticket, you would win. Do not nag your husband, yeah. bro. bro. Nagging your husband will only cause him to keep doing what he should not be doing. Mm-hmm. It is not going to have the opposite effect. Mm. If you think I'm going to nag him and pick on him, and he'll just he'll he'll wake up and go, yeah, you're right. No, he's going to be like, yeah, you're right. And he's just, mm-hmm. I'm just telling you. Mm-hmm. The best thing you can do, and it's so hard, like if you're a wife listening right now, say, how do you do it with Ron, okay? <laughs> um, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Like, how did she do it? She loves. She prays. She continues. She encourages. Now, listen, I'm picking on myself more than ever. Randa says, you got to quit picking on yourself. Um, she really tells me that. But ask her about that. But I'm just being on There are times and I in my head I get so consumed with life and with ministry that, to be fair, there are times when I forget to plan date nights. There are times mm-hmm. when I forget to do these little things along the way. She doesn't come in and go, me, 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 Yeah. She'll come in and go, hey, I think it'd be great if we had a date night. And down deep inside, I'm going, dang it. Mm-hmm. She said that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I missed it last week. But she never says it in a negative, spiteful, mm-hmm. nagging way yeah. because she knows that that just doesn't work. If I'm already consumed and if, if I'm already weak and I'm already in my head, Raina knows of a, of a better way to get me out of my head. Yeah. It does no good to walk up to somebody who's drowning and and tell them they're drowning. Yeah. Stop drowning. <laughs> yeah. yeah stop.
0: Just swim. Yeah. <laughs>
1: You're drowning. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you know, right? Yes. It doesn't. It doesn't. That's yeah. nagging. Yeah. What do you do? You help pull them out. Mm-hmm. It, now, trust me, that is a very selfless act mm. because you're hoping the person notices you. Like mm. in this case, the wife is noticing. She's hoping that the husband notices. And
0: sometimes so. that takes like
1: like a faith,
0: you know? Like oh, 100%. It takes, it takes a step of faith to be mm. like, I don't know if my husband's going to— to receive what I'm trying to give him right now, but yes. i like, I have to do this because this yes. is what God called me to do. Absolutely. Mm. Absolutely. But that's how good. do you know that you, if you're nagging someone, like how, how would you like self
1: assess that? Wow. That's a great question.
0: Cause like I'm listening and I'm thinking like, there's probably a lot of people who are like on the edge of nagging, but they're not like completely there. Yeah. And they're just like, um, am I nagging or am I just like trying to
1: remind him of something? I mean, that that's a really good question. So it's very it's very contextual. Mm. I mean, in some in some respects, I have to listen um, and hear the scenario. But if you find what you're saying is coming out of your heart with some sort of um, not malicious, but uh, 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 any other intent other than to help the person grow Mm. like if what you're saying is coming from a source of hurt Mm.
0: or if it's coming from a place of like I want this to happen yeah yeah yeah.
1: Yeah, but more like from a hurtful tone. Mm. So Raina does tell me, hey, it'd be nice to have a date night, or mm-hmm. it'd be nice if we did this, or uh, we've been so busy, let's just you and I sit alone, whatever. Mm-hmm. She says it that way, but she doesn't nag about it. One of the ways you could tell is watch the body language of the person that you're talking to. If they just begin to shut down, well, maybe you're not saying it the right way. Mm-hmm. Now, it could be that that person's just shutting down no matter how nice you say it. That's yeah. why it can be sort of contextualized. But you know what? Excuse me, this is another this this can turn into a, an episode just on nagging. Oh uh, yeah, yeah I could. So, I don't want to get too and that was me. I started the conversation. I want to go too far down that but my point it was was in all of this. Notice when you when you're alone, you can separate yourself and not even know you're separated. Yeah, for sure. And start listening. My point in all that was wives when you find yourself in a period of alone, try not to use language that would cause him to stay there. Mm. Yeah. Try to be very selfless um in and, and to help pull him out of of when he's drowning. But you know, I noticed something, and this I think this is why I meant I'm gonna develop this into a future message one day. I noticed something I've never noticed before when I studied um the life of Jonah. Mm.
0: Okay.
1: Yeah. I noticed two words that stood out the most. So what are we talking about? We're talking about how do I respond when um, I receive a surprise attack? When something happens that interrupts my plans, how can I respond in a healthy way? You know, surprise, surprise. How do I respond okay. in a healthy way? How, how? What can we learn from Jonah where we receive insight from God on why that might happen? There were two words that appear in the book of Jonah. Mm-hmm. One word is the word arranged, yeah. and the other word is great. Okay. I've never seen this before. Listen to what it says. And I'm I'm just going to sort of reference here the the Bible. Listen, it says, God arranged a great wind. So God arranged wind to create a storm. This is chapter 1, verse 3. God arranged the dice. What? Like when the men cast the dice. Yeah. It says God arranged that. God weighted the dice. Wow! To reveal Jonah was the problem. Wow! Verse seven. God arranged a great fish to transport Jonah. Wow! Mm-hmm. Okay, so God arranged wind, dice, fish. God arranged a fast-growing plant to provide mm-hmm. shade. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Verse chapter four, verse six. But and watch the verse worm. seven. Yeah. <laughs> and, then and then God arranged a worm yeah. to eat the plant for breakfast. <laughs> 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 right. Like, now, oh, man, He's every saying, yeah, bit of that up. was listen. That was God arranged. Yes. Mm-hmm. So we've given a lot of credit, if you will, to the devil, uh, surprise uh, with a surprise attack. Which we know that we know we specific. His intent was revealed when we are weak, but when we are on our journey, mm-hmm. so it, you are going to have surprise attacks in your marriage. You are going to have surprise attacks at your job. You are going to have surprise attacks when you're in the will of God. Yeah. For instance, when when. God was Christ was talking to the disciples and they just got through speaking he got through speaking he says jump in the boat go to the other side I'll meet you there mm-hmm. they 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 were doing what God told them to do like get in the boat I'll see you on the other side it was in the middle of the storm and the the, the yeah. it was in the middle of the sea of galley they had a storm yeah they were right where God told them to be like God literally put them in a storm yeah so God arranged wind dice fish plant and a worm wow but now notice in those same verses, that we hear the word great, God arranged a great wind. Mm -hmm. Purposeful, in other words. The wind created a great storm. The sailors felt, the Bible says, great fear. Wow. God arranged for a great fish, and Jonah got a great second chance. What? Wow. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, that was so phenomenal to me when I read that. What's the point? God is in the big and the small. God is in the daily and the detailed. That's yes. what I mean. Okay, so hang on, stop. So when this surprise happens, it's the holidays. You're you're just finishing it, and the turkey's ruined. Um, it's it's the holidays and family. Things are going well with the family. There's no issues, but then all of a sudden somebody makes a comment and it mm-hmm. derails things. Things are going great. You've planned this vacation, and then, I don't know, the Airbnb doesn't work out. Looks nothing like the pictures. right? Things are going great. Your job is awesome, but then you find out the company's closing. Mm. Things are going great, and it's National Lampoon Vacation. You use what you thought was your Christmas bonus on a pool, and now you're not getting a Christmas bonus, and you're like, how can I afford the pool? Mm. You you know what I mean, okay? God may have arranged that, but for great reasons. So, yes, be aware of the enemy, but also look for God's movement. That's what I want you to hear. Yes, yes. discover and protect yourself in these areas where you're weak and where you're tired and where you're vulnerable. But don't give so much credit to the enemy. Now, how do we do that? Well, we complain. This has happened. This has happened. I can't believe this is that. And then we just follow that negative train. Stop for just a moment and just say, okay, God, what about this was arranged by you? What can I learn from you? Mm. And what about this is going to be great? Cause the, the, in the middle of attack, you and I don't go, that was what well, we say it. We say, well, that was great. <laughs> yeah. But we say it that way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Instead of realizing, okay, God, why? Yes. Mm, does that make sense? Yeah. So here's here's what I wrote down, just really quick. I wrote, trust God in the disappointments. They are they are greatly arranged appointments. Ooh. How do we do that? Okay, I want men to stand firm, so I'm going to give you an acrostic, F-I-R-M, for firm, and then we're going to let you guys go and get ready for the new year. So here we go. Stand firm. How do I stand firm? Letter F, fix your gaze. Wow. Yep. Now, during the holiday season, I mean, your mind's going to be going a thousand directions did you buy this did you get apple cider did you get red Hots for the apple cider is, is the is the turkey done uh when is Uncle Eddie going to arrive you know do we get the air mattress you get my point like the list goes on and on and on mm-hmm. of like the holidays move at a fast pace yeah I mean we spend four and a half days on a on a Christmas dinner and we eat it in 13 minutes mm-hmm. it, 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 life moves fast in that you have to learn how to keep your eyes on Christ. Yes. Mm-hmm. Know that the devil is looking for you to lag behind. Know that the enemy is is wanting to attack on the journey. Know that the enemy wants to step into your marriage. He wants to interrupt family. Family and marriage and your relationship with God are three vitally important things, and that's exactly what the enemy wants to attack. you got to fix your gaze. Mm. I don't know how you do that. For me, I, I keep worship songs in my head. For me, I keep my sermons in my head. For me, I keep my devotionals in my head. I have to constantly remind myself of what he talked to me that day. Yeah. yeah, yeah right? Sure. Fix your gaze. Here's letter I. How to stand firm, you have to identify God. Mm-hmm. The devil doesn't want The devil wants you to think negatively about God. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: He wants you to see the negative in your marriage, the negative in your health, the negative in your job, the neg like it, it, when you begin to think negatively about God, you will hear words like arranged and great as negative words rather than godly words. Mm. Right? For like, sure. well, that was great. Yeah,
0: think yeah,
1: yeah. Adam and Eve, I mean... Yes. He, so Satan was trying to pin, like, God, like, oh, he doesn't want the best for you. That's it. right? Exactly there. right. So you'll say, well, that was great. Yeah. Or you'll be like, I appreciate that, God. Like, Yeah, thanks. I, you, yeah. Thanks for arranging that. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. The devil wants you to think negative, yeah. identify God in that. Like, God, why are... Why is this happening? Where are you wanting to strengthen me? What Mm. can I learn from this? How can I worship you in
0: the midst of this?
1: Yes, you've got to ask that question. Trust me. So letter R, resist the enemy Mm. and run to the Father. Yeah. The Bible tells you not to do both. The book of James says, draw near to God, and he will draw near to you. The Bible also tells you and I, Jesus said, resist the enemy. You have to do both. You have to resist and run. Okay, now watch. This protects you no matter where you are. This protects you on the mountaintop, protects you in the valley, and it protects you in the middle. Yeah. You and I, in the middle, like on the mountaintop, we're we're already at, at God. But even on the mountaintop, you got to resist the enemy. In the valley, of course, we're focusing on the enemy. So you got to run to God. Yeah. In the middle, what you consider the truce, if the the neutral zone, you still have to do both for sure. mm. You have to kick out those negative thoughts, kick out those negative habits. You got to kick out those negative emotions, but you got to fill them. Whatever you kick out, you have to replace yeah. and fill it with thoughts from your your devotional time, thoughts from worship songs of yeah. where God is moving. Resist and run. And then letter M, how to stand firm, letter M, you got to maintain hope. Yeah, You got to maintain... Hope, yes, is given, and hope is on the horizon, But you have to maintain it, which Hmm. means you have to find those, find the good things. Like, okay, you burnt the turkey. Well, maybe that you weren't, I don't know, supposed to eat the turkey, but, yeah. but you know what I mean, like fi- find hope, like realize that whatever God has arranged, he's also provided something Because like
0: what we said in the beginning, you can be a victim in any moment. Yeah, come you on. You are always going to have the option to be a victim, but you don't have to choose that. Yes. Correct. Yeah. Because like you said, when you are complaining, or or when you're when you're choosing to see the disagreement or when you're choosing to see your wife or your kids as like a problem in that moment, you are giving credit to the enemy and you're giving him a footstep into your into your yeah. into where you are.
1: Right. Like yeah. you're
0: just letting him in. Right. And so the more that you feed those thoughts, if you're not
1: standing firm, you're you're walking backwards. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. So, guys, we want you to stand firm. Remember, Frontside is all about faithful, focused, fearless. Well, can I add just one word? Maybe it's we want you to be firm yeah. in, in everything. And so, yes, right now at the release date, this finds us between the holidays, but no matter if you're just now joining Frontside and it's July of 2024, these are principles that find you no matter where you are. Exactly. The, the enemy wants to step in and he wants to attack when you're on a journey, when you're lagging behind, and when you're already weak, mm-hmm. you have to ask yourself these questions. God, firm up where I'm weak. I don't want to be attacked. I am on your journey. I'm, I'm following you. I know I'm doing your will, but I know that comes with growth challenges, and so help me to be aware of those. And God, right now, I, I don't want to lag behind Yeah. because in doing so, I know that so quickly I can go from three feet of water to 10 feet of water and think that... 10 feet is three feet. Wow. Like I could be so easily overwhelmed in such small way. So we're praying for you guys. And yes, again, this falls between the holidays. We are praying for you to have a blessed new year if you're listening to it at that time of the year. And if this finds you in 2024, we pray your year is exactly the way God wants it to go. And you can live that and identify that. We love you guys. We're praying for you guys. And we're praying for you to remain firm. Be blessed. Be blessed. Happy holidays! I hope you got all of the presents. I hope I got all the presents.
0: That's really what I'm thinking about right now. Like, did I get yeah. everybody's presents?
1: Yeah.
0: Um, when this comes
1: out, because yeah. I really should have. Have you even looked at my list on my note? Have you? Hmm. Have you? <laughs> Uh-oh. Oh, excuse wow. me. Yeah. yeah I, mean, <laughs> I saw you shopping on Amazon while we were doing this podcast. What? No, you weren't. <laughs> well, how did it feel? How did it feel to occupy Rodney's seat? Really quick.
0: You know, I mean, I can definitely tell. That he has like a little bit like one side he sits he sits more on one oh, side because mm, this this seat, seat, seat is is a little slumped. bit
1: more crooked. Wow. Is that a really nice way of saying? All right, well guys
0: <laughs> be blessed.
1: <laughs> Happy holidays. Sus- <laughs> you know, like, share, subscribe. Like, share, subscribe. Love you guys. Jordan just told Rodney to eat less.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Bye. Bye.